Actually, uh, you know, we're doing this research, and um, one of the things that's kind of funny or interesting is people respond much better, like much better, if you call it a shot, if you call something yeah. a shot, than a vaccine. So, so you're saying COVID just needs a uh, new marketing okay. team. Just call it a shot. Yeah. COVID-19 shot. To Last Man's Opinion, I am your host Tommy McGraw. With me tonight is producer Roland Barrielli, Dan Mara, and Rich Cagle. Uh, tonight's show, we'll talk a little uh, beer, we'll talk a little uh, COVID, we'll talk a little Giants, we'll talk a little Eagles, and uh, Roland's having a good time pouring his beer and making just it made go. It. Just made it. <laughs> you just made it to the top. It's actually over the top of the glass. I like when it does that. Called crowning. Crown your glass. All right. So where do you guys want to start? You want to start with? Uh, you want to dive right into the NFL? Yeah, I think Dan's backed up and he's got he's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. We're recording. Hey, no, 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 warm me up. Warm me up. I need we're, we're, I, I, I need a little foreplay before I get going. We need to go around the NFL. So, so our so our listeners know. So our listeners know. Uh, this week has been a little bit of a struggle, and we are uh, recording. Two days later than we usually do. Um, we usually try and give you a recording uh, closer to the previous week uh, games. So we usually record on Tuesday. That gives you a nice uh, recap of uh, Sunday. But we're recording on Thursday, and uh, Dan is Dan's itching to uh, to recap uh, the Giants and the Eagles and the rest of the NFL. Um, I'm double dipping tonight. I'm doing a little bit of work and recording at the same time because I can multitask like that. <laughs> um, where do you guys want to start? I mean, you don't want to start with the NFL? Hmm? No, we should start, start, start with the Giants. You don't want to start with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. All right, Richie. Yeah. Go ahead. Start with the NFL. Richie, Richie, the big story is your Eagles are going uh, forward with uh, Jalen Hurts. They brought him in last game. He played uh, – the majority of the second half of the game, and uh, now they're going to have him start uh, this upcoming game this uh, Sunday, I believe he plays. All right, Sunday, Sunday. Um, how you feel about Jalen Hurts coming in? Uh, long overdue. It gives me a reason to watch the game this week because I haven't watched. Uh, I didn't watch last week's game. I watched the first quarter of the prior game, so I've only watched one quarter in the last two games. But now it's uh, must see TV for Eagles fans. It's giving so that, you a ray, of, a ray of sunshine, a ray of sunshine. I wouldn't say sunshine, just uh, something different to watch. <laughs> Who are they playing? Who cares? <laughs> well, but, I, didn't know how, I didn't know how bad Jalen Hurts was going to be. Who we got here? Yeah, do, they play, do they play the Saints? Uh, oh, yeah, they play the Saints. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a bad game. I, yeah, we'll see. I drew well, the Saints. Drew, yeah, but it's been their defense has been the best. It's, I think they I have like one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, and um, uh, the backup the backup's doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean they they've won what eight games in a row, nine games in a row, and they're killing teams too. 
this, Every this, couple this, games, I guess, have been close, but they smoked the Bucks, blew out the Niners, blew out the uh, Broncos, blew out the Falcons. The I thought you were talking Saints, about yeah. the Eagles. I was like, what are you smoking? <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's right. I, I, I think it's a tough game for uh, Jalen Hurts to come in at. Bold, bold prediction, Eagles win this game. How many snaps did he take in the Green Bay game? Um, At least uh, he threw half? He threw 11 passes, I think, or more. So he took plenty. And, you know, they ran it a lot. And they have pretty good five. rushers, I think, on the Packers. He was 5-12 for 100 yards, a touchdown, and a pick last week. Okay. So not bad. I thought he played, I thought he played the second half. Sounds right. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's tough to come in half. It's tough, tough to come in halfway through the game, and he's never really played much. I think this would be this would be a tough game. Uh, bold prediction, Rich. Eagles lose by thirty. <laughs> That's not a bold prediction. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's more likely the Eagles win by thirty than lose by thirty. I'm I'm feeling pretty optimistic going into the week. You think this is the Eagles Super Bowl for this for this year? Like this it is might the be. one game. This is the one game that they're going to give everything they got. I said they no, lose by ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what. Uh, I think it's a tough game for Jalen Hurts to come in. I, I don't think the Eagles are playing well anyway. Um, they might, they might run the ball more because of Jalen Hurts. Um, well, that, 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 he did play half a game. That's kind of a big story this week in Philly, actually. Uh, Doug Peterson already came out and said he's going to try and uh, stick to the run game a bit more. And a lot of uh, media people are kind of giving him shit over that because they've been asking him why they haven't, he hasn't been running the ball more this season with Carson playing so bad. So Hertz was uh, the best uh, rusher on the team last week. What's that? There you go. Hertz was the best rusher on the team. Well, most efficient, I should say. Five carries for 29. Sanders had 10 carries for 31. Right. I, I mean, yeah, the only, I guess the only, the only thing is while Wentz was having a terrible year and, and that hurt him, you know, obviously uh, most of the season, at least he always had that pedigree. So you had to at least respect Wentz's ability to throw. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a very good arm. I don't honestly know, don't know. I've, I've never know. seen him throw anything. You gotta see the kid Wasn't work. Wasn't that great in Alabama? The same you know, Alabama, Dan. He played, he played one year. What in Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not in Alabama one year. anymore. How would you know? <laughs> well, I think that's why he only played one season. Oh, because they had, they like, had Tua. This is a conspiracy right here. <clears throat> yeah, they had Tua, and then didn't he leave? Uh, didn't he leave another college? Didn't he leave Oklahoma or something? Yeah, because they had Kyler Murray. I mean, you can't play everybody. So, so Dan, you're you're low on Hertz as a prospect. Tommy, you're uh, Tom, Tommy's I'm, more. I'm I'm uh, I'm, 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 I'm low sorry. on him. So, I'm, I'm, so you're both you're both low on him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he was never. I don't know. So why I mean, why was why was he such a big name? Like, why did people know his name just because he was able to run the ball? He was at he was at Alabama and Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, he was, second string he, was, both places. he was. Well, he was at. No, he was at. He was at Alabama for two years, and then I think in the championship game they pulled him because he was he was pretty bad. Yeah, and then they well, never he wasn't. Him again. He wasn't having a. He wasn't having a terrible game, but he was struggling. 
and Tua came in and mm-hmm. saved the day. And, uh, you know, and that was it. Once you lose, and then, you lose. Yeah. And then he transferred because he wasn't getting any playing time, and he transferred to Oklahoma where he played his last year. I mean, he went to big places. The, you know, the problem with those, you know, I mean, Alabama is stacked. Oklahoma typically has stacked teams as well. Um, so he didn't really have to do much. You know, he's throwing to, like, wide-open guys. I don't know. I, he never really impressed me in college. Um, so, you know. Okay. I, I, I'm not I, – I've never been uh, high on him. I mean, you know, he's not – He's not like a like Watson, who I thought was you know super impressive, or I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other guys that came out around the same time, but uh, or uh, or like you know similar similar playing the similar playing styles. So yeah, Murray. Although um, Wat, uh, Desha- uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. I'm trying to think who else. Um, but <clears throat> he just never impressed me. So we'll see. We'll see what he does. Hopefully, he doesn't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that would be pretty fucked up if he did get hurt, like in the first drive is, of the. Is Wentz the backup? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Back to because you know, a, a lot of times when they bench him, you know, then they'll just play him at the, put like Wentz as the third string, just just so like he can't come in if Hurts is playing so bad. Yeah, I, I wish they would do that. Honestly, I think that makes more sense here. Totally. I mean, that's what they almost always do. I think when they benched Eli, he went down to third string because like. If he gets hurt, you can't go to your third string quarterback. You have to go to your second. So then Eli's come. You know, it's just weird. Like you benched once, now he's gonna come back in. You're not playing for anything. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess technically, if they win out, I guess they could win the division. But technically, yeah. I mean, nothing oh, yeah. that they've done this year has made sense. So why not make him just? <laughs> I know that would be funny if he gets hurt and and, and Wentz has to come back in to save the day. I mean, well, I mean, if he if he struggles, you know, once he's coming back in, and no, I don't think so. I, I think has Doug made that clear. Is Wentz done for the season? Doug Doug he doesn't make clear. anything clear. Uh, he didn't tell Carson once he was going with him. All right, so what do you say, Rich? Do you think he's done for the year? Um, I think so. I mean, what, assuming, happens assuming, assuming, what happens next season? Assuming no hurts, uh, I, I think he's back to starter next year unless hurts is amazing every single game. So then what's the point of benching him? Uh, just to, well, w- one, I mean, I think I think I mean, everybody's sick of watching this be terrible. You know, it's terrible TV. Nobody's enjoying themselves. Um, but also just to see what you haven't heard. So, I mean, to see if he can play, you know, because if he can play, then you can trade him next year. Um, okay. But you think Wentz come? you think what, they're going to go into next season as Wentz is the starting quarterback? Yeah, you, you, you kind of have to just because he paid like 20% of the salary. Well, you know? yeah. And it, it just, you know, in a team building you, sense. You, don't, you have... don't think, what if Hurt, what if they win two games? Hurts looks okay. He may, maybe even has a big game, you know. One big yard game, three touchdowns. Yeah, one big, well, they have four games left, you know. Maybe he plays, yeah. maybe he has a bad, bad game, two okay games, and one really, really good game that they win, and he looks excellent. Do you do you consider trading Wentz in the offseason? No, because if it just fucks up your roster, taking then you've got to take I think a forty million cap hit next year, and then you have no yeah. shot of building a team. So in my mind, you're stuck with Wentz for at least one more year. So your best bet is to change the offense to cater to him with more of a run game and build around him for one more season and give it one more shot with a different play caller. Last question: Do you think 
Wentz is shot career-wise? Or do you think there's hope that he can come back next year and be just as good? Uh, well, I, I, I definitely think the Doug and Carson relationship is over, so I don't think there's any way you can run that back. Um, I think I, I think with the right offense and the right play caller, you can uh, get him back to at least a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Because there's okay. – you couldn't convince me that he's a worse – in my mind, he's not even a top 32 quarterback right now. I'd say he's a top 40 quarterback. So he's on a Andy. He's on a Andy Dalton uh, <laughs> uh, career path. Yeah. So apparently, there's eight back. So you you would take Colt McCoy right now over Carson Wentz? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty bad. But to me, that sounds like your your career is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tough to come back from. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Right. All right, move, moving on from Eagles talk. Now that okay. we've, Thank we've, kinda, we've kind of uh, thrown Richie into a hole again. Yeah, made, made me sit here and suffer through Eagles talk for 10 minutes. Thank you. <laughs> good, good. I'm all, I'm, I'm all warmed up, Tommy. <laughs> all right, so then we're going to go. Uh, to the ground. Now he's ready. We're going to come up the turnpike and uh, talk about the Giants. <laughs> Not the 0 and 12 nope. Jets. No, we, <laughs> Not we, yet. We I guess Jets. we can't talk about the 0-12 Jets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to talk about the Jets? Yeah, Greg Williams got fired. Yeah. Got him. Honestly, it was, a, it was the worst play call I've ever seen in my life on that, that Jets <laughs> defense. Let's, do an, uh, let's do an all-out blitz. Let's do an all-out blitz to close out the game. And it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even like a true Hail Mary. It was only like a 40-yard pass. And the guy yeah. just ran down the yeah. sideline, and he went, ran right by him. Yes, it was a regular pass. It was a deep, it was a regular, regular pass. pass. Yeah. Like, like me, I, I don't, obviously I don't think he would ever do it, but like maybe if he has to throw the ball 65 yards and he has to wait until the guys get down there, mm-hmm. you could defend. But like a 40-yard pass, you just have to wait a couple of seconds and he's already, I don't know, mind-boggling. Anyway, try and, try and talk, Tommy. Go ahead. What do you think? Let's move, <laughs> on. Let's move yeah. over to the Giants. Um, all right, so Giants. I got him riled up. Giants, uh, Daniel Jones was still hurt this week. As I predicted, he would be out. Uh, and uh, they sat him, which I think was a good move on their part. Uh, gives Daniel Jones a little time to uh, get healthy and, and rest up. And uh, the Giants went into uh, Seattle and, uh, I mean, they knocked it out of the park. They won the game. Uh, defense looked good. Defense looked really good. Um, Giants D line was getting pressure all game. Uh, the blitz packages were good. The edge rusher, uh, rushers were really good. Um, I think they get help uh, when they, when teams play Seattle because Russell Wilson looks like he is holding onto the ball forever and trying to do Russell Wilson stuff. And it's uh, I think it like if he drops back and does that like ten times, I think it only works like two times out of ten. Um, so defense looked good. Uh, Bradbury looked good. Um, and, uh, Colt McCoy held it together and, uh, put some, uh, put some plays together and, uh, the Giants pulled out the win. Dan, you gotta be happy with the result. Uh, I am happy with the result, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Judge. Uh, it was a good win. Joe Judge is doing a phenomenal job. He's doing a phenomenal job. Uh, he looks really good. Um, you know, you can't 
you can't knock what uh, what Dredge has done. Uh, you know, w- the big thing is they've they've gotten better as the season goes on, has gone on. So that's been a really uh, exciting thing because I can't remember the last time where the team has actually improved week to week, and they totally have. Uh, I think I shared in the chat. Uh, uh, Thomas was apparently the, like the best offensive lineman last week in the league, like stat wise, or the second best offensive lineman in the league uh, on Sunday, which. Four weeks ago, he was literally the worst. It's mind-boggling. So, That's mind-boggling. Uh, it is. It is mind-boggling. And if he's going to be good, and the guard, um, um, what the hell's his name? That they, uh, Matt Hernandez, the other one that they uh, they started signing, they they drafted, who seems really good as well. Um, their offensive line is playing really well. Uh, the defense is outstanding. Unfortunately, you know, I, you hope that. Um, Graham doesn't leave to be a head coach because that's totally possible, I think, the way the defense is playing. I mean, it's not like they have a ton of good players. They have, you know, Leonard Williams obviously is playing playing great. Blake Martinez is playing excellent. Bradbury. I mean, they have some players on defense, and I think they're starting to play really well. But they have a bunch of – I mean, their linebacking core outside of Blake Martinez is a bunch of rookies and, like, late-round rookies too, and they're all playing great. Um so it's exciting. It's exciting to watch. Uh, yeah, Colton McCoy was fine. Um, he really didn't have to do much. Uh, defense was great. And then they ran the ball. And Wayne Goldman, again, I mean, he had, what, a six, that 60, 65-yard run? That's what I knew when I was watching the game, Tommy. I was watching the game, and I was like, there's no way the Giants are going to. And then Wayne Goldman rips that off. I was like, holy shit, if they get the lead, they're going to win this game. And they did. Yeah. Um, Obviously, my excitement was short-lived because the next day uh, the Redskins won. Or, sorry, the Washington football team won. Um, and I think it makes it more challenging for the Giants to win the, the division. Um, yeah, Washington's they have the, got an easy they got an They easy have a run. really easy schedule. Uh, I, you know, obviously if both teams win out, the Giants make the, win the division. But I think it's harder for the Giants to win out than, than Washington. So... We're Not as excited as I was. What was that? Who are the Giants left with now? They have Arizona this week, then Cleveland, Baltimore, and Dallas. So, not easy. Still think they can win two of those. Uh, yeah. And then Washington. I mean, that's why that's why this week for Washington was so big, because they, they beat... Um, I think it's a one-off thing, though, with Washington. The Giants have been putting it up week after week now. They're on a streak. Washington yeah, I mean, just kind of came in and upset the Steelers, and I, we haven't seen signs of life from them all year, though, besides the first few games that they won and they were leading the division. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, so they, Washington's won three in a row. I mean, similar. They haven't really beat anybody until Pittsburgh, uh, similar to the Giants. They have the Niners this week. This, so Washington finished with, with San Francisco, Seattle, Carolina, and Philly. Um about the same so, as the Giants you know, in terms of strength, I would say. I think Cleveland's a really good team. Well, they're playing uh, good Baltimore, right now. They're hot right they now. They're playing good right just now. Like, just like the Giants are hot right well, now. The, I still the think Cleveland Browns, Ravens. Cleveland Browns are hotter than, than Giants. I think the last three games are, are winnable for the Giants. I'm not saying they have a good chance to win, but they're winnable. I I think I so I think this week they're all I, I hope Daniel Jones plays this week for the Cowboys. Giants should beat the Cowboys this week. I think is a big game for the Giants. I think they have to win this week, and that's why I hope Daniel Jones plays because I I think Kyler Murray is scary and Arizona has a solid team, but they haven't been playing well lately. So I think that game certainly certainly winnable. 
And San, San Francisco is going to be a tough game for Washington. Um, so who knows what happens there. Uh, but then, I mean, Cleveland, I think, is 9-3. and three. I mean, they, I mean, they yeah. could, you know, I, 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 I don't think they're going to win the division because Pittsburgh only has the one loss. But, like, you know, they could be, they could be the third best team in the AFC, uh, which is hard to believe. But And then Baltimore is tricky with Jackson. Well, they're not the same as they were last year and stuff that just seems off with them. I don't know. Baltimore still scares me. But Browns, like, as soon as you put Baker Mayfield under pressure, he makes so many unforced errors. I still don't trust in him as a quarterback. I don't, I either, don't trust but... him either. I don't trust him either, but, I mean, he's they are playing better, and they're on they're and on it, an uptick right now. And they just, well, I mean, the game ended up being close, but I was, so I got the Browns-Tennessee game. I mean, they were up, like, 34-3 to against Tennessee. And Tennessee's a good team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good team. I mean, we'll see. I, you know, Cleveland hasn't really beaten. I mean, that, that's probably their best win is is beating Tennessee because every other good team they've played, they've lost to. Um, they just haven't played very, very many good teams. And not even lost. They got. I guess they beat the Colts too, but that was earlier in the season. Uh, they play Baltimore Monday night, so I'll see. Well, that'll be interesting. They have two. They have Baltimore this Monday night, and then the Giants-Browns game is Sunday night. So they have, they're coming off a short week, two primetime games in a row. Um, I mean, Giants, could, Giants need to beat Arizona this Sunday. I think that's, that's a winnable game, and I think Arizona has not been playing well. Um, so I think they really need to win that, win that game and get to – Tommy, how many wins do they have? Five? They get to seven win, six wins. Five wins. Yeah, I mean it'll just it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they can contain Kyler Murray, keep him from running. Um, I mean they did a good job with Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson likes to run backwards and kind of give himself more time to create throwing plays where Kyler Murray is off to the races and going downhill. So um, yeah, no, you I know agree. that's like Russell Wilson. It's almost like all right, we can contain him, and then if we can contain him long enough, we're going to sack him. But uh, Kyler Murray, if you know, if he gets, I mean, it's like if Jackson, he gets a, if like, he gets uh, a lane, he's just out. Yeah, 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 he's out. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, I mean, I'm just, just looking at. I, I, he is fast. I mean, Arizona's lost four out of five games now. Their only win is a two-point yeah. win over the Bills. They, and they, so they lost three in a row. They, they have not been playing really well lately. So that's why I think the Giants really need to win this game with, you know, Cleveland and Baltimore up next. I, I feel like they might lose one of those two games. So I really feel like this is this is the game that they really need to have. Yeah. Um, I'm with hopefully, you. you know, it's at it's at home. I mean, not that that necessarily means much, but uh, with no uh, means a know. little bit. Means a little bit. <laughs> uh, and ha- it sounds like Hopkins might be out for the game, or oh, questionable at least. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right, yeah, that's, so I, uh, I, say, I think the Giants win this week. I think they I need think to win this week. Yeah. Uh, I, think the, I think the Giants are playing. I mean, I think they should. I think the Giants are playing better, and they probably have an evenly matched team, but I think the Giants are playing a little better right now. So I think – I forgot what the spread is. It's pretty close. I thought the Giants were getting a point or two, though. But, I mean, it's essentially wow. – I thought, I thought that's what I saw, but – but I, I bet it's mostly because Daniel Jones is still up in the air. Still iffy. 
Yeah. And you yeah. still you still have I, I mean the Giants, yes, they're playing well, but it's not like you know you gotta prove yourself. I mean, I know they beat Seattle. You gotta prove yourself, bro. Prove your worth. Prove your worth. Uh, yeah, no, no. I know. They've been in every game. I expect this game again to be close. Um, uh, but they've, you know, they've. I mean, they won four games in a row. They should have won five games in a row. They're really six yeah. games in a row. They're learning how to close out games. <laughs> learning how. To I mean, close I mean, out. I mean, go, go. I mean, uh, as I'm just scrolling back, uh, you know, uh, they should have beat Tampa. Oh boy! Pretty soon, Dan's gonna be like, "Oh, they should have won all twelve games." I know. Well, I know. well, no. If I, if, if it, there's no reason they sh- they should they they played better than Tampa that game. They should have beaten the Eagles and they should have beaten the Cowboys. Yeah, but a lot. I mean, I've been saying it all year with them. They've been playing well and showing up. They just don't close out the games. And now yeah. that they have a taste of winning, you hope that they just keep it going. Like if you're in a sport, you can get second and third, t- 10, 12 times in a row. Once you get that first win, they usually just keep coming because you know what it takes to do it. You know what the feeling is. So I wouldn't be surprised if they rolled out and overperformed for the last four games of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, Roland. Yeah. They got the this, taste of the hunt. This is a game yeah. they need to win, though. Cleveland well, Joe up, Judge. I, again, I, I don't trust Cleveland, but. Ever since great. Joe Judge started messing with the O-line, they've been playing well above what they were playing in the first half of the year. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. The biggest oh, thing. Go ahead. <laughs> the biggest thing I think that to come out of the season is the fact that Joe Judge I think is a good coach. You think? Like out of you anything else. Think? You don't know. Of, you still out thinking of about? Well, I mean, whatever. It, it only twelve, and they could lose their last four games, and then I could change so my mind. But it it no. certainly seems like he's a good coach. Um, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Shut your mouth. And 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 if you have a good coach. <laughs> you interrupted uh, me for this, Dan. Oh, I thought you were wrapping up. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You can finish your thought. Uh, I'm going to but... tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Ready, Dan? Ready? Ready? Go for it. If they beat the Cardinals this week, they beat the Cardinals this week, they're going to beat the Browns. Okay. If they lose to the Cardinals this week, Browns is a toss-up. Okay. Thanks. I'm, I'm guaranteeing a win on top of a win. Okay. Okay. So you're guaranteeing a win this week. Next two weeks, no, I guess. I'm saying, I'm saying if they beat the Cardinals, which they should, but I'm not yeah. guaranteeing this week. I'm guaranteeing the following. <laughs> okay. Okay. Only if they win. Only if they Got win. it. All right. We'll have, to, we'll, have to write that, we'll have to write that down. Yeah, write it I down. I think the other important thing and the other star of the game was limiting McCoy and not overextending him. I think it was very smart to have him on limited throwing opportunities. I don't think that's something that just developed throughout the game. I think that was yeah. a, a game plan yeah. decision. Yeah, and they put the right defender on on Metcalf. I mean, Metcalf barely had anything that that whole game. Um, they did a great job. They did, and and uh, you know, I know, I think I mentioned either last week or the week before, but uh, I'll say it again. Uh, Wayne Gallman has all of a sudden become. I mean, he should be a starter. I think he's proven himself. I, I don't see, you know, I, I'm I'm just amazed at where he. I could not stand Wayne Gallman last year. I thought he was so bad. He ran like into the line every time. Now all of a sudden he looks like, and he's not. 
but he he's st- making like the same type of moves and reads as like a Le'Veon Bell, where he like he like kind of shifts and he waits for the holes to open up and he's not hitting it too soon and he just kind of glides around and then hits it. He's obviously not as fast or as quick, but those movements are the same and that is certainly something it seems like he has developed because I do not remember him doing any of this last year. Um, so anyway, I um. Not to think about the future, but again, this is why you don't fucking pay. I love Barkley. Why you don't pay running backs big money? Because I mean, Wayne Gallman's—he's probably on the league minimum, and the guy's getting 120 yards a game. Anyway, I love Barkley, but you know, that's just some, that's fu- something the future Giants are going to have to think about. All right. Tommy's filling out his Excel spreadsheet. Everybody. Well, the Excel spreadsheet is done. I just <laughs> sent an email. Giants talk is over. We're done with the Giants. We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, Roland, you're drinking something tonight. What are you drinking tonight, baby? I am continuing the um, Duvel variety pack. This yeah. looks like a La Chauffe. I don't even know how you'd say that. Let me see. La Chauffe. Is, is, is that one of the seven dwarfs on it? Uh, yes. It's uh, Blondie. <laughs> Not Disney, though. Not Disney. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't, don't okay, sue so us. Can't that. Uh, it's a Belgian golden ale, and it's brewed with coriander. It, I don't really care for these sorts of Belgian ales. It's kind of like a Hogarden, kind of, like it has that funk kind of taste to it. My wife loves them, and I usually just give them to her, but I drank it, this one before she finished it off so I could review it for the pod. Always got to add variety. Mm. It's uh, 8% ABV. It's like a dark straw color, I guess. Oh, 8%. I mean, it's it's a good beer if you like these sorts of Belgian beers, but um, yeah, it has those like Belgian herb taste to it. I don't know how else to describe it. Botanical. There you go. That's the one. Like where you got married. Yeah, I got married in the Belgian botanicals. Yep. Yes. Of Green Bay. Yeah. Basically Belgium. Yep. Same thing. Right around the corner from each other. There are a lot of Belgians in Green Bay. That is true. Do this for Rev. Uh, There it is. There it is. More Green Bay gear. Green Bay koozie. Uh, Richie, you drinking? You drinking, Chris? You drinking something? Yeah, I got a Saranac uh, winter warmer. Saranac from Saratoga, right? Where are they from? Utica. Utica. Close enough. Once you move, once you go far enough, no, it doesn't matter. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? But uh, how is how's the beer? I, don't know, I got it as part of a uh, winter pack, a variety pack, say. Which yep. you know, obviously are the best. Everyone loves a variety pack, um, and it's not a bad beer. You know, I drink more of them. It's just uh, there's nothing that really stands out about it. Mm. You know, bland, uh, bland. Yeah, there's no uh, strong flavors, um, but it, it the drinkability is high. Um, uh, the well, the label says distinctively tasting which i disagree with yet truly drinkable which i agree with 
So that's pretty much it. Oh, it's 5.8%. Solid but unexciting beer. All right. All right. Okay. Dan, you uh, slugging anything now? I am. Um, uh, it is uh, sour beer. It is sour like face. Uh, from a... I do like my sours. Uh, like Mighty Squirrel. I like that can. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company. Um, it is a I don't know, Berliner Weiss. Is that how you say that? Fermented with raspberry and kiwi to create a delicately layered sweet, tart, and refreshing beer. Ooh. Uh, it is sweet. Uh, little, little tart, not too much, um, but it's good. It's only 5.5% uh, ABV, um, but um, I like it. I like my sour beers. Uh, as long as it has some type of uh, kick to it, uh, I'm a fan, and it says at least a little bit. Not as strong as uh, I prefer, uh, but acceptable. Nice. All right, those are your beer reviews for this week. I, uh, yeah, I didn't get that. Um, Next week, we'll have three more beers for you, or four, maybe, two, maybe one. Never know. We just randomly give you uh, beer reviews. Um, all right, so uh, Rams are beating the Patriots 17 to 3 tonight. Yeah. So, who are the Patriots playing? Rams. Rams. Oh, okay. Two teams that are uh, hard to figure out as well. Uh, so, Dan, this, here's another quarterback that goes back that's uh, kind of getting under the radar, Jared Goff. Um, uh, he, I've never liked Jared Goff. No, he, over the last – I just saw a stat on Twitter today um, that over the last two seasons he has more turnovers than Carson Wentz, who is fucking terrible. So how terrible is Goff if he has more turnovers than Wentz? Uh, I, I, I thought the Goff contract was bad because I don't – I think um, I'm forgetting. The, who's the head coach of the Rams? Um, Mac McAvoy. What's his name? Uh, Mc, Mc, McAvoy. Yeah. McAvoy. 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 Yeah, there you go. On McAvoy. Yeah. John yeah, McAvoy. Uh, like I think he's a really good offensive coach, and I think he's kind of prop artificially propped up Goff, especially during that Super Bowl run. And I think he yeah, had that Super Bowl run, and they had a loaded team because Goff was on right. his rookie deal yep. and they just stacked that team and Goff just threw it to like all pros left and right and, and the defense was stacked and then they gave Goff the big contract because he had such a big year and then they had to get rid of most of those players and now they're just like a average team because Goff isn't that good I would, I would like love team. I would love that coordinator with Wentz I feel like that would be a good uh, combo uh, yeah, I love the Rams offense. I just don't think yeah. golf is very good. It's such a fun offense to watch if golf wasn't running it. Ah, oh, golf is so bad. He stinks. Yeah, like they 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 do so many like misdirections and just like creative play calling, and it just keeps the defense yeah. on the heels like all game. It, it's just fun yeah. to watch. It is. It is, and it you know, and, and they had uh 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 what was it? Todd Gurley was the running back. I mean, he yeah, had like when he, he was had, good, you know, yeah, and his prime, and he got you know he got like fifteen hundred. I mean, that team was so loaded, and all Goff had to do was not screw it up. And then I don't know why they. I mean, I know why they gave him the big contract, but like then they had to let half that team go. And you know, uh, I, I guess they have happens. a good year this year, but I feel like it. I feel like it's all McVay. I think he's just an excellent, excellent 
coach. So there you go. For yeah. offense. Um, there you go. You know, it starts tomorrow. Is it tomorrow, Rich, or tonight? Tomorrow. Preseason. Right? NBA preseason, baby. Yeah, it's freaking weird. It is so weird. They, were they only playing four games, I think, right? Yeah, I think no, so. It's just, it's just weird because you just finished your NBA season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, well, I mean, I mean, LeBron and the Lakers kind of have to feel a little cheated. You know, yeah. you don't get the same offseason with the trophy that you usually get. You don't, you know. Yeah. Well, when did they, when, when, when was it finished? What, like um, two what years August? ago. <laughs> years ago. Uh, October, October 13th, I believe. Yeah, I was going to say like two months oh, October, ago. October 13th. Two months. Yeah. It was before Thanksgiving, I know for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is the shortest off season uh, in the history of basketball. Yeah, because they said, isn't it starting up like next week or something? Preseason? Uh, pre- yeah, preseason starts. Said. Yeah, preseason starts tomorrow. Oh. Uh, and then I Did you think. Miss that, Roland? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't paying attention. That's okay. Yeah. Some work. Obviously. And then... <laughs> 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 and then I think the season starts like right on Christmas or, or Christmas Eve, maybe I forget. The Sixers' first game is on the twenty third. Yeah. So, so I think it starts right before Christmas. Right. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know but... if Sixers play opening night or not, but. But. Uh, so while that is true with the Lakers and the Heat, and I do feel, you know, that's stuck for the Lakers, uh, hey. you know, half the, half the, more than half the league hasn't played in like five months. Yeah. Yeah. Right? True. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's just so, weird. That's why I, I mean, said I get it. it for it's the Lakers. So, it's so freaking weird. Oh, well, the Knicks haven't played a game since March. It's going to be nine <laughs> months since the Knicks yeah. played a game. Yeah. Game. Pretty funny. That's super funny. Like, I just hope. I hope. Here's my next prediction. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you uh, ready no. for it? This is gonna be bad. Uh, well, I'm not gonna predict the season, season, and they get the eighth pick. I'm not. Yeah. Well, that's probably possible. Uh, I I think. So I'm not a huge uh, Thibodeau fan because I don't think he coaches young players well, and he kind of burns guys out. But yeah, now I'm not us. comparing. But I'm not so. But I, I I thought about it some more, and I feel like it's somebody who the Knicks need at this point. Like so, and I'm not saying the Knicks are gonna have the same success as these two teams, but it it is it does have a similar feel when the Yankees brought in Buckshaw Walter and the Giants brought in Tom Coughlin, where Buckshaw Walter and Tom Coughlin were basically known for like discipline, not gonna make mistakes. Uh, you're gonna make like the right pass, and you do gonna do the good things, and like like you're gonna be the best fundamental team in the league, and that's what Buck Showalter did to the Yankees, and that's what Coughlin did for the Giants. And, and you're comparing you know, Coughlin ended up Tibbs to that. Yeah, the, he has the same. I mean, it, people aren't fans of Tibbs because he runs the team like that, but I think that's what the Knicks need. They need somebody who will bring respectability and like they're gonna make good plays and you know run his nba offense and all this other stuff play good defense i don't know if tommy agrees with me but i don't agree with your you comparing fibs to uh tom coughlin why not when i mean when coughlin went to do you remember when coughlin came to the giants people hated it 
Strahan was thinking about retiring. He didn't want to play for him. Tiki was bashing him. He hadn't won yeah. anything. He was just a disciplinarian who had like ridiculous rules that everybody hated. Now, obviously, he yeah. ended up winning two Super Bowls, and he's like a god. Yeah, but, he won. Yeah, you know, he won two Super Bowls. in two thousand right. in two thousand four, people were like, "Fuck this guy! I don't want him." Um, and and I'm not, and and same thing with Buck at Buck at the Yankees. You know, people don't like his rules, and like he's super strict. But like, that's what the Yankees needed, and he brought him to like respectability. And then they they fired him because he couldn't take him over the top. And then they brought in uh you know Tory. All right. So you're saying that the, the next coach will take the Knicks over the top. Got it. Well, How I'm you just guys saying. Feel about I think this Paul, will, Paul George will, contract. Uh, it's terrible. Terrible. Oh. Four years, a hundred ninety million dollar uh, extension. Rich. On top. On top of thirty. Rich agrees with me. Uh, yeah. Thirty-five point four million guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's going to be a problem contract in two twenty six. Yeah, after next year, I mean, it's going to be a problem contract this year. He's not a. You get that if you're an elite top fifteen, top twenty player, and he's not. Not top. I don't even know if he's top twenty five, top thirty. I mean, he, he he's at, he's, he's at stretches where he's playing Kawhi, top twenty, top thirty. Yeah, he's the player that Kawhi asked to leave. You know. Yeah, until he started playing with him, and then he realized, oh shit, this guy's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Now he's saying, you know, I, we should probably get rid of this guy. Yeah, I know. Well, like, I just remember the playoffs over the summer or, or in the fall. And he's 30 Where, years old. you know, they're losing. And he's like, he had like, I, I just remember they were down three or six points. It was an elimination game. And Paul George, Paul George got an open shot in the corner for three to, like, tie the game. No one near him. And he lets it go, and it clanks off of the side of the backboard. Yeah. Like, no, uh, you know, he's just a, I like Paul George when he was on the Pacers. But, he like, was that was, I mean, that was just uh, it's a... Dead. He was bum. Done. Boy, he was, he was terrible that game. You're bum. But he, he, he was not good last year. I don't know. I mean, he hasn't been good. He was good with the Pacers, and then he blew out his knee or whatever, and then he hasn't been good since. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Him and him and Russell Westbrook are like, like on that. the verge of being uh, guys that no one wants to play with anymore, and they'll wind up on the yeah, Knicks well, somehow. Russell Westbrook has been, has been that guy all his career. Yeah, but now like he's not producing. Yeah, well, thank God that he's not on the Knicks. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming. I can't. I can't see. They got Austin Rivers. They're set. I'm I'm okay with Joe. Austin Rivers, I guess. <laughs> they needed a point guard. You got a point guard. Yeah, I mean they have Peyton too. I, I I'm I, I uh, here's another big prediction. I think Frank is going to have his best year as a Nick. That's not saying much. I think, <laughs> no, but I think I I I think he's going to play well because I think uh, I think he's he's like an ideal player with tips. And it, listen, if he doesn't. Then the Knicks should tra- uh, trade. Bold, him. I mean, or yeah, bold, bold prediction. Frank gets traded this year. Mm. I mean, he's really, been he's really been rumored bold. to be traded for for years. Every year he's been here, but I True. think he could be good. I think he could be good with Tibbs. We'll see. He's a good defensive player. Um, problem is, you know, the the problem in, uh, obviously with Frank, which drives me crazy, is he's been in the league. Four years, and I don't even—I still don't know what position he plays. Is he a point guard? Is he a shooting guard? He's not a great passer. 
He doesn't run the offense that well, so he can't really be a point guard. Dan, but don't he, be so focused seen... on the old NBA. This is a positionless NBA, okay? <laughs> it is a but, but he, he fluid. But he can't shoot the three either. Like, you got Lopez shoot shooting threes in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would love, he, to, I would love to see Mitch take a couple had, threes. He's had the longest offseason ever to refine his game. I know. Let's see. Like, I would love if so, Frank can prove your become word. a good three-point shooter. And R.J. Barrett. I mean, they need somebody. But, like, I don't know. Frank, Frank kills me. Prove your word. Um, Who's the best three-point shooter on the Knicks right now? Uh, the rookie, Obi, Obi Toppin. Really? He's the best? I'm not even kidding. Oh, yeah. Austin, Austin Rivers. Maybe Austin, I guess. Yeah, Austin. Technically. So you think they're going to be a bottom uh, five three-point shooting team this year? Oh, without a – oh, my God. Bottom Are you three. kidding me? Bottom three. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably agree with Tommy. It's probably bottom three. Uh, no, you know what, Tommy? I'm going one more. They will be the worst three-point shooting team in the league. Wow. <laughs> I don't I don't not only that, I think they're going to take the fewest three-point shots in the league and be the worst at it. Hmm. Well, I, I can't mean, argue I, with that. I, yeah, I mean, I, they don't have anybody that could shoot. I mean, Austin Rivers, I guess. But, like, Austin Rivers is a uh, – I'm looking at his three-point. No. Obi Toppin is a better three-point shooter than Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is a 35% career three-point shooter. Which isn't anything worth talking about. No. I mean, unless you're 42 – you're not 42% or above, you're not a good three point shooter in the league, right? But 35 isn't Nick, terrible, it's acceptable, but it's not good. It's not good. You're, you know, maybe you run out on them. I mean, you're hitting three and a half out of every 10 three pointers. Thank you for breaking that down for us. Yeah, yeah just in case you could do Sam. the math, <laughs> just in case you needed some quick math there. Yeah, <laughs> but like, and Frank is a terrible three point shooter, so is RJ Barrett. Mitch has never taken a three point shot in his career. Alfred Payton is a terrible three-point shooter. Julius yeah, Randle is a joke. I think Julius Randle shot like... I know, I heard that. Julius Randle, I think, shot 29%, or less than 30% from three last year. So, like, so did Alfred Payton. So, Obi Toppin, a rookie coming in from college, is their best three-point shooter. They're, I'm okay I mean, they're going to try to... They're going to they're, they're have to win games like 88 to 85. There's no way they could score. And that's kind of boring to watch. It is. I, I'm hoping Obi Toppin, Tommy. Did you hear? He's, he's supposed to be super, super athletic. I wasn't impressed. So I'm impressed with that Oreo. Yeah, come on, Tommy. <laughs> I'm impressed. I, I, is that a thin? Is that a thin? A thin? No, I think that's oh, regular. Oh, it's a regular. It's a regular. Double. Is it a double? Oh, is it double? Yeah. Oh, I it looks, that looks like a weak double. That looks like a weak yeah. double. Oh, really? Yeah. That is it's a weak weird. double. It's weak. Recheck that bag. Right. <laughs> Richie, yeah, Richie, yeah, yeah. Get, get, the get, get the evidence. Let's see. <laughs> did you get the fins, Richie? No, I haven't. Uh, Richie will be happy to know I am going to buy the NBA package again this year. Yes, I love it. I love it. Let me tell you, Dan, the Sixer, the years the Sixers were winning like 15 20 to 25 games might be my favorite years of my basketball life. They were so I much mean, fun, fun watching the young players turn in. It is double stuff. Party size, too. Uh, yeah, party Richie, size. Richie loves, Richie loves when you waste money on stuff that you don't need. Loves it. <laughs> it's not that it's, it's, 
I mean, was it a hundred bucks for the year? Hundred fifty bucks for the year? It's not that much. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, think it's a pretty good deal. To be honest, it is pretty good. And I only get the Knicks games. It's it's a little bit more if I want every game, but like, I don't want to watch every game, obviously, because like most of the good games are on national TV anyway. Right. You know. Yeah. NBA does a good job with playing um, a lot of quality I games. Mean, I mean, they have. A, they only have what a. Wednesday, I think, was it Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Sunday night games? Right. Right? Yeah. I thought you so that's said, like, 10 games and then regretted your decision last year. He did. He did. I did. I did. <laughs> but I had, to, I had to stop watching. It was so bad. But I just called him, I, like, like I watched Andre Barrett, I was like, God, this team is going to be awful. Well, you know, you know what drove me crazy is because they kept playing, like, Bobby Portis and Julius Randle and, like, Guys who are going nowhere to try to win like twenty five instead of twenty games. Like who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. The whole point last year was to see the young players, and you're not playing them the majority of the minutes. Oh, oh my god, they're playing like Bobby Portis at center, and they're playing like uh, Reggie uh, Bullock and Randall, and and I'm like, what are we doing? It's awful. And you, you know, um, Tibbs won't have that problem. Well, I don't think he has any. He has any. He doesn't have any veterans on this team besides Randall, and I think they might try to trade Randall. Yeah, get rid of him. Um, so, uh, so they don't have. You know, they're. You know, what's he gonna play? Austin Rivers? Fine. I mean, yeah. I don't know who else. You yeah. know, just, just just pay pay play Toppin, and Barrett and Mitch and whoever. You know, play those three guys right. thirty minutes right. a game. Yeah, as long as you're getting those I three, mean, you're good. I, I'm a, honestly, Tommy. I, I I hope Frank has a good year. Because I think he could still be a good player, but I'm kind of down with him. Play him. I, I think he, I think, I think he could be good, but... He plays so know, well in international ball. He does. He does. But, I don't know, I'm just kind of... I, 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 I've kind of done with being excited about seeing what Frank could do. All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on to... Uh, that's it. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening uh, <laughs> to the Last Man's Opinion. Uh, for producer Roland Varielli, Rich Cagle, Dan Mara, myself, Tommy McGraw. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Boom. Dan Flair up until now. No, you, you, so I found out what it is, Roland. Uh, the two times that it's happened. No, the two times it happened, my uh, my headphone jack came out of my phone and I plugged it back in. And the first word I say or whatever afterwards is what. But I don't know. It's when I replug. I want to have to plug it back in. So there you go. Right, right now. I guess. I guess we'll have to accept that for now. But it seems yeah. unlikely given. Sometimes that it's uh, happening. Yeah, it, uh, I, a lot of times I'm doing other stuff, so I accidentally pulled the jack out from my uh, phone a lot. Okay. Or, or this, the, I, th- I actually think I need a new one because I think it's kind of loose. I think it kind of falls out a lot. Hmm. Is Tommy frozen or is he doing personal work? Personal problem. He's not doing work. Tommy, did you see the fucking uh, thing they're doing with uh, the new Star Wars show? Lots uh, of spinoffs. 
so they have the Obi. They're making a, a, a series Obi-Wan, about Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi. Can't wait. But they're using fucking Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. No. <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh, because he because it's uh, young. Yeah. Young, young Obi. Yeah, yeah. Young but Obi. still, throw Daddy, him in the fucking Daddy. suit. Throw him in the fucking suit. You'll never see him. Like, oh, why does it have to Hayden, be Hayden Christensen? Uh, not the guy who played uh, Hayden Christensen. He was the guy yeah, who played Anakin, movie. right? Annie. Is that the guy who played Anakin? Yeah. Annie? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Now you're making me second-guess yeah, myself. Yeah, Don't yeah, make me second-guess myself. He was the worst myself. actor uh, in the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, he was the worst actor. He was so bad. I don't understand why they. I don't understand why they couldn't just either do somebody else or I don't know. Because they, they. I mean, they, they got you and McGregor, which I think makes sense. But yeah. like, I don't like him. But either, like, to be honest with you. Oh really? I I thought he was good. I thought he was the only redeeming character. It, it, no, and, uh, and uh, for for Obi Wan, he's he's okay. But uh, as a, oh, you just mean in general? Actor and other things. Yeah, I don't like. Him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I I did think he was the best character in those prequels. He fit. He fit. Yeah, he did. He did. But I agree overall, I'm not a huge fan. But I couldn't believe they're bringing... I was like, at the end of uh, Sith, he's he's going into the robot machine. You know, his black suit. Like, why do we... It could be anybody. It doesn't need to be fucking Hayden Christensen, yeah. who literally yeah, hasn't acted in like yeah. 10 years at this point. You, you know that just means that they're going to be taking off his mask. Oh, yeah. Here and there to show his yep. face. I mean, the guy hasn't been doing anything. Nothing. Come on, Disney. Take the hint. Nothing. Like, I don't think. Like, why are we bringing him back? I was so dis- I was super excited for Obi, too. And then I, I was kind of disappointed when I saw uh, Speaking of which, Rich, are you up to the series yet? Where are we at? No, I still got to watch the last movie. Uh, I wish I could be excited for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just skipping go right into the series. Series is Mandalorian is... So good. Roland, do you watch any of the movies? Where are you at? Yeah, I've watched all the movies. Oh, okay. uh, Except for Solo. I haven't seen Solo. Uh, did I tell you my complaints with Solo, Roland? No, I'm sure you I have like many. Solo. <laughs> I like Solo. No, I, I, li- I like Solo too. It wasn't one of my favorite ones, but my big issue with Solo is they took uh, storylines from the cartoon, uh-huh. uh, from the animated series, and used it in the movie. So what? Yeah, and and like there were a couple things that happened, and I was like, wait a minute, I I thought how is this? What's going on with this character? Blah blah blah. Anyway, it fe- turns out like some of the storylines were pulled from a continuation of the animated series, and I felt like you can't. I feel like you have to stay with the movies. You can't go back and forth. Well, they did. It's not yeah, a continuous storyline. They did. And I. I guess, but I don't. I didn't know how popular the animated series is, where you could just be like, "Let's take from this," because there are like the comic books, and like, is everything gonna be open to you know? The Matrix is like that too, you know. There are like precursor Matrix, uh, Matrix cartoons or anime? animated series. Yeah. Animated yeah. Series. Yeah. But I mean, to me, to me, the Matrix is one movie. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Why did you like the other two Matrix movies? Uh, yeah, I think I did. Really? Yeah, Not I don't know one. which. One. I guess you're referencing the first one as the only Matrix movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think I liked the first and the third the best, and the, the second was okay. I liked one and two, um, and I thought the third one is where uh, 
they went off the cliff. Where's the one where they uh, they had that like 20 minute dance scene? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's the third one, one, I believe. That's the third one. I think that's okay. the third one, right? I don't I don't remember. I just yeah, remember like well the, se- the second one. The second one I like the second one I like the the keymaster chase through the highway. And oh yeah, whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah what's the guy's crazy. name? Which and it's also the, crazy uh, seeing it in theaters. Yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. when we could go to theaters? Uh, I, I love going to see. The, but you, I love. You know I love I, seeing movies in theaters. You know what I didn't like about the second and the third movie is they, like the little changes that they did. Like instead of, um, you know, like the inputs on their arms and like their neck and stuff. How um, in the first one it was like obvious, and they had. Um, like skin grafts over the input spots and then in the third one it's like they put a pasty on on the skin and just you know stuck it on like a sticker it's just the little things that i the little things i got yeah well, well yeah uh, I, I wasn't you know I and the storyline like, and you know the, yeah the, story the graphics went down <laughs> well i mean the first movie the graphics were unbelievable plus yeah. like um i felt like they ended the story at the end of the first matrix pretty well um, but, and like, they also, if I remember correctly, never meant to have any additional movies. It was just going to be the one-off movie and that was it. There was no like a, additional story. And then obviously that first Matrix was one of the best movies of all time. And then they, you know, tried to squeeze more money out of the, out of the, out of the golden cow, Tommy. They milked it. Well, now they're making a fourth one. Oh, are they really? Yeah, fourth one's coming out. Um, I think it's going to stream on uh, HBO Max. Instead wow, of really? Mo- or I think it's going to movies and HBO Max. You know, because... Uh, wow. so uh, my back. Warner uh, movie. Middle-aged wow. Keanu. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm excited for it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah, first looks one like just... he- it looks so like uh, Keanu's gonna be like in a lost world where he doesn't know where he is and like reality. Trinity, Trinity <laughs> and, uh, where am I? They're back. The whole whole cast is back. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, outside of Keanu and Fishburne, nobody else in that cast really did much, did they? Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is in it. Was she Trinity? Uh, Trinity, yeah. Was she in anything else after Matrix? Yes, I, I just remember. watched something with her in it. Yeah, yeah. And she did uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of TV shows, too. Let's see, what is she known for? Uh, Jessica Jones? Oh, Memento. Harry and Moss. Yeah, Matrix 4, there it is. December of 2021. So next year. What year is it again? Oh, Jessica! I just watched her in Jessica Jones. Yeah, uh, Jessica Jones. That? Yes. Yeah, it was good. First season was good. Okay, I'm gonna have to find something new soon. I'm coming up to the end of my uh, <clears throat> Last Kingdom series. Oh yeah, uh, Laura and I got to start watching that. Ah, I, I know I told you, but it's it's really good. I can't believe I haven't watched it until now. A new Wonder Woman. Is this the second one that's there showing a commercial about? Yeah, that's going to stream on HBO Max as well as be in theater. How do I get HBO Go Max? 
Do I have to like? Yeah. Is that just? Do you have, H- do you have HBO? HBO? Yeah. Do you have well, HBO? I mean, I mean, I have somebody's yeah, account. Do. Oh, so then <laughs> just somebody... download it. So then just download HBO Max. And then just type in their their, their stuff, and I'll get it. Yeah. yeah. It might. It might. I don't know if it plays off of uh, the cable box that you connect to. Yeah. What do you What do you uh, use? Or it, I think, but if you uh, are uh, using an account, you should have a username and password. I don't. I don't think okay. it's on Roku right now. If yeah, I, I have to look. I have Xbox, so I, I have to look and see if it's on Xbox. I think they're merging apps soon or something, but no one's playing nice with Roku lately. So I, don't know, I hope I don't have to give it up. Oh, yeah, really? like, it, it's very annoying. They're getting rid of all the apps. I may get one Apple Why? TV for the living room. I think they have a Twitch app on Apple TV, just so I can uh, watch it in real time on the big screen. Is it, people, is people are pulling apps. I don't know if there's some agreement that like is not. Yeah, I'm. I'm just not sure because the like official apps in the marketplace have been getting pulled for certain things, and a lot of other apps haven't been supported for quite a while. The apps one more time. Um apps do you think you can end this podcast you can't end this <laughs> we keep going what happened he just he just signed off can yeah. you say bye that's yeah. it he wanted me to say apps one more time and that was the magic word three times i say apps <laughs> time leaves. apps Dark, apps apps, apps. <laughs> that doesn't bring it back though i was gonna talk about my house next oh what about your house call him back in yep we just had uh, like holes drilled for the radar mitigation system. It is quite a process. Wait, do they do that outside? Um, they have to drill into the foundation inside, and then it pumps it outside. Wait, so is there? So I'm always confused because they they do radar testing in the soil, right? Um, no, it's they did it do it like in the basement on the floor uh, it's just like a box they drop off and it measures yeah, the levels yeah. of radon gotcha. and ours came back uh, i don't know how to read it exactly i mean the the rate that it came back the average was one and a half times what it should be but some of okay. the readings like it gives the hourly readings and some of them were okay. very high <laughs> like nine point something <laughs> and it's supposed to be four and i was like eh, not great <laughs> So they had to so drill a hole drill. in each room in the basement, and then it connects out to the pump. Uh, they didn't do the pump uh, today. They're going to come back and do that in December because we're quarantining to go see the in-laws. Uh, but then there's a pump that sucks out the the gas from the foundation and um, pipes it out above your house. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. And it's uh, uh, it's odorless, right? Radar? Yep. You can't smell it. And it's the second highest cost of lung cancer. Yeah, really? Freaking high. Well, I mean, smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably smoking. <laughs> so but we've yeah, cleaned out almost all the asbestos, getting rid of the radon. Now we just have to deal I with get... the like, unevenness of the house, and then we're... Getting rid of all the uh, cancer-causing... Cancer uh... yeah, I feel bad no for the like 75-year-olds that were here before us. Yeah, they, yeah, they survived, Roland. For how long, Dan? For how uh, long? Don't be a pussy, Roland. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke up. down there with the radon. Double up. So, uh, 
so the the uh, found, so you have a second foundation. Yeah. So that's what they think caused. So why they put in a second? Is a second? Did they put in an addition on the house? I think when they added on the so they added on our interior stairs in the twenties, and I'm guessing they did like the whole second nineteen twenties. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think they did the additional foundation to support that. That's my guess. Gotcha. And because then that's what caused the the Florida buckle or whatever. I I think it might. Um, and that was it settling again, like with the new foundation. Gotcha. So we're gonna have a structural engineer come in. I think we can just jack around the basement and and level it out. But eh, you never know. Oh, so you're gonna try? Are you gonna try to level the floor? I think as much as we can, because we're definitely redoing the floor on the second uh, second level. Second. Okay. Whatever. Gotcha. Upstairs. Yeah. So I I don't know if you should lay floor and then try to like you know even out the house. That doesn't seem to make sense to me. Because like, what if you make it level and then you need to adjust it? Then the floor is going to be on level. Yeah. No, that's true. There's yeah. just like a sag in it now, so it definitely needs to be resupported. But we'll see. So you think it needs to be resupported? You don't think? Because sometimes people will just I mean I don't know if they're supposed to, but like doesn't feel like oh just settle that way and then just leave it. Yeah. But it, it's it's bad enough that you feel like you need to fix fix it. Uh, we're at, I mean it can't hurt to have someone come in to look at it. True. And then tell me if it's going to fall down or not. <laughs> yeah. That is true. I'm guessing it is not because my house inspector friend gave us the okay. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he would not let me buy something that would collapse. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean and again they've been living in it. You know, this couple before you've been living in it for, for quite a while, I imagine, so, and yeah. it hasn't collapsed yet, so. Yeah, that goes for us. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably okay. Uh, interesting. interesting. <laughs> Meanwhile, we can't find somebody to come out to fix our house. Fix our house. Uh, can't find someone. They're like, they're like so all booked out. Wow. Oh, construction is like ah. ridiculous. Our construction's probably going to start in like February, maybe. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I, I was hoping just to get like we got one guy come out and his price was so ridiculous and we're like no, so <laughs> no. it's like it's like uh, and he like emailed me he's like hey let me know what you want to do when you want to start and I was like I'm not fucking paying this because uh, it's just like uh, you know literally one section of our house that we just want to rip down what's there replace the uh, replace the plywood and put up wood shingles and we, oh, we weren't yeah. even asking him to pay we weren't even asking him to paint it. It was just like, do that. Rip off what's there, put up new plywood, and new shingles. How about that vendor guy? $8,000. I was like, I'm not $8,000 for this. I could do half the work by myself. So do the demo work, and then have him do the rebuild yeah, I know. But even so, I still feel like it's, it's expensive. If I'm going to do half the work, I feel like I can get somebody cheaper. Even the shingle piece, I think, was like four grand. I was like, I feel like I could do. I don't know. It just seems. I'm currently seemed trying to figure out if I have, if I should do that in my basement. What? Let me redo it because I there's like planks with plaster on the ceiling, and it all needs to come down. So I'm wondering if I should just yeah. knock it down and clean it up. Take it. I know. I mean, I I mean, I probably could go on the roof and take it, but it's it's like, I was like, fuck, if I don't want, you know, I don't want to do it. I was going to pay gonna, eight grand for him to do it. You're going to do it or pay someone. Those are your options. 
Well, I don't have a problem paying somebody. I felt like that was too much of a cost. So, gonna try to find somebody else. I also feel like they're trying to gouge me because, you know, they're like all so booked. So, tough. Tough to get any work done right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone's taking care of their homies. That's where they're spending so much time. I know. I know. Also, for us to do this construction, it's going to take like 10 weeks. And when else are we going to be like around for 10 weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Never. Not during no, normal no. times. I would have been to like five different states during that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully by June, Roland, you can get back to doing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't miss that too much. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> I wa- yeah, I wonder how much of that's gonna change. My my uh, my big boss, she lives in Texas, um, and so she was like commuting from Texas uh, to Boston every week, mm-hmm. um, and she she was only doing that for six months before you know all this happened, and like so she must be like, I can't imagine come the summer that she's gonna stay because you're essentially gonna have a year like you know flying in and out every week from Texas to Boston living in a hotel and then only like going so she would fly in I think late Sunday night and then fly out like Friday morning and like work from home mm-hmm. or Thursday night and work from home Friday but like you're doing that every week and you're just living in a hotel for like four nights a week I had some consultants that I work with do that um, they came out from Texas I think they flew out Monday and then they came into work Tuesday through Thursday maybe or Maybe they flew out Sunday and worked Monday through Thursday and then flew back Friday every week. Every week for two yeah. years. When I, I was there. I, can't, I don't I mean, know how... They probably did it for longer than that. That's nuts. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, I don't know how people could do that. Like, travel is one thing, but like... Being away from your family job. that long, though, seems oh, my crazy. God. Crazy. And she, she's older, but like, she has three kids. One in college and two in high school. I mean, they're older, but even still... Yeah. Like to to not be in your like house and like you only in your house like two days and then you know Sunday night you're like all right gotta go to the airport ah just like the whole going to the airport all the time and checking everything and it's not like she's going for like two or three days and then you're back for a while like you have to pack for a week so you have to have like work clothes for a week I don't know it just yeah, I, I don't know how people do it yeah no you do get used to it there was a guy that I, I work with in, in, in the company. Uh, he was there for like five years and he lived in Indiana and so he had to drive from Indiana to I forget he had to cross state lines because there was no direct flights from where he was in Indiana to Boston so I don't know I don't know the Midwest enough but he it would be like an hour and a half two hour drive from Indiana to the airport then a three hour flight or two hour flight from the airport to Boston I mean you got Illinois on the west you have Ohio on the east. Maybe it was Ohio? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what it would have been. I'm not sure the, he, the uh, boundary states on the on the south. Uh, but that's what he said. He, he said there was no direct flights from Indiana, or where he was in Indiana, to... Uh, could it be Chicago? Yeah. I mean, I used to not... I used to live, like, I don't know, six or seven miles from the Indiana border. Yeah, so yeah, it must yeah, Chicago, that makes sense. Yeah, it must be Chicago. I think Detroit's too far away. So yeah. So you live in Indiana, yeah. drive to Chicago. Oh my god. Yeah. 
I mean, you can yeah, drive flat. there, but it's probably like a four-hour drive for him. Yeah, yeah, but he said it was probably, he said it was like two hours. Ah, man, I can't imagine how people do that every 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 week for like years. Like that's just their job. Yeah, no, that's not I couldn't deal either. Sounds awful. Were those consultants from Deloitte, Roland, that you had? No. They were from the software engineering company that made the product that we were using. Gotcha. They worked for Deloitte one day, you never know. Well, yeah, well, Deloitte is, like, such a freaking massive beast of a company. But, like, that's what a lot of them do, was they, like, you know, travel like that. Deloitte, Ernst & Young, Pricewaterhouse, you're all, like, just slave for money. Oh, totally. But those Deloitte guys get paid a ton ton yeah. of money like anybody i know who worked for or anybody who i've ever worked with at deloitte they tended to be like on the younger end like didn't have a family yeah. and they did it for like three or four years made a shit ton of money and then then you know and then you work for deloitte so it's like a good Jump resume builder because like yeah yeah, yeah. A lot of people that I used to work with went to work with them. I think if you take a more senior position, you don't have to do the crazy like billable hours that the the junior ah, people do. I can't imagine. It, it reminded me of like that uh, uh, that movie Up in the Air with mm-hmm. uh, George Clooney. Did you ever see that yeah. one? Mm-hmm. A good movie. I mean, obviously he had a different type of job, but the hours were the same. So. All right. All right. Yep. All right. See you all later. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Yep, I'll see you later. All right.